Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right into it. This is one of those episodes that I wanted to do for a while, but I really wasn't looking forward to it, because when I did finally get down to talking about this, I wanted to... I so want to talk about it in a much better light, but the Halo show sucks. And for those of you lucky enough to not be aware of this, there is a Halo TV show on Paramount Plus, and my god, is it awful. But why? Why? Oh, Sci-Fi Unchained, exactly is it awful? Why is it such a steaming pile of triple dung, large enough to plug up a black hole? Well, understand. When the first season came out, it, it got absolutely raked over the coals with the reviews. I, I don't think that there was any major substrata of population that actually liked the show. I I do see some smatterings here and there praising it, oddly enough, but when confronted with the more majority that don't, that say everything that's wrong with it, the people that like it kind of just shrug and go, oh, you, you know, it's, it's a show. Why can't you just Turn your brain off and like a show. Well, it's not supposed to be made for you. It is made for the layman. It is made for people who just want a sci-fi drama, maybe. But it wasn't supposed to be. The Halo show was supposed to be made for fans like me, who grew up with Halo. Who spent I, I, I can't count the hours the the days the weeks of time dedicated to Halo playing games reading books comic books all that kind of good jazz right I mean hardly anybody that was that kind of a fan I, I don't I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that nobody who is that kind of a fan likes this show and it it's an absolute travesty. I mean, oh boy, oh boy, it's a big one. Uh, it's one of the biggest stinkers of all time. And y you know what? The people that made it are kind of proud of that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild. The, the showrunners and the directors had been interviewed where they blatantly said that they did not want their teams playing the games as any kind of required research, as it felt that doing so may limit their imaginations or whatever, and they wanted to tell a story beyond the scope of the games. What a crock of shit. And... What's even worse is that 
not only does this show seem to have a very minute fan base, it has defenders. I, I, I mean, there are people defending this direct slap in the face to millions of people and their childhoods, mine included. I mean, how, how many of you all remember growing up through middle school, high school, into college, to this day even, where you would get home, boot up your Xbox, and you would game for hours on end with your friends, just playing Halo. You're not game hopping, right? You're, you're not playing Fall Guys, and, and then you'll go play Call of Duty for an hour or two, and then you'll hop on Elden Ring. No, no, no. It, you're just playing Halo. It's, it's just straight Halo for four, five, six hours a day. And the, I mean, that would just be multiplayer for me and my friends. We, we were doing just like Griff Ball and uh, Royal Rumble and stuff like that. Like it, it was just that. And then you get into the story of it. Right then, you actually play through the campaigns and whatnot, and oh, okay, these stories are really cool. So you get super into the story, and maybe enough to where you actually buy the books, and then the comics and the graphic novels. You peruse YouTube and find all the cool fan films and and the art that people have spent hours and hours upon making as a homage to what they love about the show and well not the show but the game <laughs> uh rather you go to anime or comic conventions where you nerd out over all of the amazingly well put together cosplays of master chief and cortana and the arbiter not to mention all of the custom spartan armors that people make and there's there's a lot of those that are absolutely breathtaking so when fans like myself express our outright rage at something like this, like like the people who are in charge of taking a huge part of our lives and just taking a dump on it, they, they take Halo and they say, no, no, we're going to tell the story that we want to tell. And we aren't going to pay hardly any attention to the games or anything. You know, taking all of that into context, I think the layman might understand our ire. So content-wise, the actual meat and potatoes of the Halo show. Let's look at why it's shitty. It's... This is mostly why people are outraged. It's it's all of the the details that are the most minute to the absolute glaring retcons. I I think the biggest one that I noticed right away, like almost immediately, was not only does Master Chief show his face in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, by the way, he takes his helmet off. In the sh he never takes his helmet off in the games, in the books, graphic, whatever. P 
pre-Halo TV show. Master Chief never takes off his helmet. So not only does he remove his helmet and show his face, but he's out of his armor for most of the damn show. Now, the, the game was kind of clever in that it never showed Chief without his helmet because this helped us as the player kind of pseudo insert ourselves into the shoes of the Master Chief. And that's the kind of root cause of people's connection to Spartan 117 is that he is us on some level, but he also represents the best parts of ourselves that we wish we could embody in real life. I mean, we, we wish we could take his courage and his resolve, his never ever wavering. He's, he's always first to charge into the fight. He's a hero and a role model for all of the other Spartans, as well as the rank and file soldier. But he's also not a jerk about it. He, he doesn't have a big head about it. As a matter of fact, he, he only cares about his next mission and saving humanity. That is the kind of badass that Master Chief is in the Halo games. He, he has basically all of what is left of humanity ready to stand behind him and follow his lead. But all he wants to do is, you know, pat humanity on its cute little head and say, stay home, I'll be back after I take the Covenant's milk from them. And he just never really comes back. He's, he's always out chasing the next threat to humanity. But again, that's who Chief is in the game. In the show? Oh, is he different. Firstly, like I mentioned earlier, Chief almost never wears his armor. As a matter of fact, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but spoilers for the show. Please don't watch the show. Please, please don't watch the show. I'll, I'll endure it for you. Uh, at one point... In, in the second season that's currently coming out on Paramount Plus um, there's a guy from Oni who is kind of coordinating the military in, in lieu of uh, the revelations surrounding how Dr. Halsey went about the Spartan project uh, and he pulls out of reach. He takes the Spartan armor from them. Uh, I don't know quite how he does this without anybody knowing. Uh, it, yeah. It, any, anyway, about two thirds of the show, he's not wearing his armor. Uh, he, he isn't even, you know, doing anything uh, most of the show isn't an action or adventure based show it's a drama so the writers rewrote Chief to be a dramatic character 
and they give him a whole bunch of really weird traits like they they make him not into master chief anymore he's not john 117 anymore he he loses his temper he's indecisive he lacks resolve he hooks up with an enemy spy after knowing her for all of five seconds I mean, these changes all make Master Chief a completely different character. Um, it's it's the same treatment Ryan Johnson gives Luke Skywalker in uh, in the Last Jedi, right? He he's what Mark Hamill called Jake Skywalker. He's he's not Luke Skywalker anymore. He's he's a completely different person, and. You know, if you want to write that kind of character for a military drama with a little bit of action in it, that's fine. Go and do that. Don't call it Halo. Also, half the time that people are talking to Chief, they don't even address good old MC as Master Chief. They call him John or John 117. I mean, how blatantly rude. I mean, in, in the games, Master Chief is really only ever called John when something is dead serious, is about to go wrong, or, you know, some, something tragic is about to happen. It's, it's used with purpose. Here, I, I mean, it's just a very casual thing. It's like there's no veneration for the hero. There's there's no respect for the chief. He, he's just a soldier. If even that. I mean, the guy's treated like shit. And like he's a waste of space half the time by Halsey and, and the other higher-ups in the military. And again, remembering this is a drama. So... You know, maybe that's why. They they threw in all of this extra stuff that's really unnecessary to make the drama work. And I, I imagine that's also why he keeps his helmet off. So the writers and directors can use his facial expressions and whatnot in his outbursts of anger and him losing his cool... But even that is done poorly. I mean, if the Mandalorian has taught us anything, it's that you can have emotion. You can have high-stakes situations. You can empathize with a character, even if you never see their face. And this, in Halo, came out after the Mandalorian. So does it really have an excuse that we can't receive proper dramatic elements without changing the fundamentals of a character? Imagine if you never see Chief's face. To, to me, the show would still be a big steaming pile, but it would at least be a little bit better. And, I mean, we, we haven't even gotten into the rest of the characters, like the other Spartans... I, I really don't think the show has that kind of excuse in this situation. It, 
If anything, it has a much higher bar of expectation to meet because of all of the other great stuff that has come out recently. It's it's it can't not compete. Otherwise, it's going to get lambasted all to hell, and it'll it'll get killed. It'll it'll help kill the brand, kill the franchise. Although, to be fair, I think uh, Microsoft and 343 have done a really good job of that since they wrenched Halo out of the hands of Bungie. Although Bungie did have its own issues, but not nearly the kind that, you know, the, the Ubisoft and 343 and Microsoft have just kind of thrown in Halo's way. Like it's, uh, it's, it's exhausting. So all of this mostly kind of encapsulates the main issues with the title character, the Master Chief. But that's really just kind of the tip of the iceberg. And I, I know we're a long way into this episode already. So let's, let's try to just sum up the, the rest of what's wrong with this tragedy of a adaptation. Tell me why in a show that's supposed to be about a war between all of humanity and an alien empire that is all centered around a big, brooding, mostly silent, and incredibly deadly man. Why do we need side stories? We, we have side stories. We have side missions with tertiary characters that don't matter. They are not integral to telling the story of Halo whatsoever. They're not even integral to telling this adaptation. You could cut them out entirely, and you would still have basically the same show. Nothing that happens in any of these side stories directly affects Master Chief and the, the leading up to the Human Covenant War. None of it. For instance, there's a there's a planet that has this kind of uprising rebellion thing going on, and it pulls a lot of major focus away from the main story. Uh, and th this is in itself a really lost opportunity because the the Spartans were originally created to put down human insurrection to to fight the enemies of the UNSC and, and the main human-centric government as they expanded throughout space. They, they were made to fight other humans. So why weren't the Spartans deployed to this planet that had a rebellion going on? That didn't make much sense. Um, yeah, they, they don't restore any any kind of order or peace or whatever so this side story gives us uh, this this character the second main character named Quan Ha this little shit stain annoying 12 year old 
who I even I'll, I'll just forget that she's she exists when she's not on screen. But she's a whole actual third of the show's focus. Why? You have a war with an enigmatic warrior character to focus on. You stupid show. Go focus on that, please. Even if you want to make it not an action-adventure show, you want to make it a dramedy or a, a action drama, whatever the hell... This isn't what you focus on. You don't focus on this really weird tertiary rebellion basically before the hero's journey kind of a story. This is really weird. It's it's a big nothing burger. There's also another side story about an ex-Spartan get this, who guess he escaped or whatever now he's a pirate and he runs an outpost in space with a crew and he's got a wife and he's he's friends with the master chief but again why stop heaping more dramatic elements i mean this is already not halo but quit making it an even worse not halo show than it already is Oh, an ex-Spartan who's now a pirate. I mean, that sounds pretty badass. How could that possibly be bad? Well, does he do anything in the show other than talk? No. He basically does nothing but babysit Quan Ha. They wrote in an ex-Spartan space pirate to be a babysitter. He doesn't pirate anything. He he doesn't wage a war on the UNFC or the Covenant or, you know, steal from the poor and give to the rich. Like he he does nothing. He just talks the whole time. And then there's the Covenant which we barely see and I I am almost apoplectic with rage about that why because in the games we get all of these spectacular cutscenes and cinematics and stories with the covenant we get a ton of really cool lore drops and power struggles. You, you got the Brutes taking over in one game. You got the Elites breaking away, the, the fall of one Arbiter and the rise of another. and It's all really super cool to see. But what do we mostly get out of the Covenant in this show? We get a blonde human girl. You know, not not the kick-ass aliens. No, 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 no. A blonde girl who some elites 
kidnap off of a junk planet because they held a magic glowing forerunner mace kind of in front of her. They pointed at her and it glowed really bright. So, you know, they, of course, they kidnap her and, you know, naturally she would be the logical choice for a storytelling device from the Covenant perspective instead of, oh, I don't know, the actual damn Covenant. I mean, my God, how do you screw that up so royally? This is this is a prime example of yet another character the writers just pulled out of their ass to make the show dramatic. And she is a thousand percent not needed at all. Okay. Is there any, anything remotely redeeming about this show i mean the actors are awkward the dialogue is hokey and dumb the plot hardly makes any sense it's a frankenstein monster of a show pulled from the fuming carcass of a beloved game franchise but the cgi and effects are decent i guess i I don't know. I, I guess they're all right for a show produced by Paramount. If it was HBO or Netflix or Amazon Prime, I, I would be expecting a lot more, but not just from the graphics department either. But my God, this show is disappointing. And I, I talked about this in my interview with uh, author Aaron Ryan. There is a vast chasm of difference between creative license and going so far with the project that you move so far away from the source material it becomes something entirely alien and blatantly offensive to the source material i mean we saw that with the rings of power show uh, there's another great example with uh titans the teen titan live action uh, the live action batwoman which is the third worst show of all time, according to Reddit. Uh, and the 2022 Resident Evil movie, which was released by Netflix. Um, and I will call them out on that. It, it was a, it, just a god-awful movie. Uh, to, to me, it knocks their almost flawless score down to a measly 8 out of 10 in regards to how many times they knock a show or movie out of the park, in my opinion. <sighs> but, yeah. Halo did the same thing. They, they took something we loved and they twisted and ripped it apart just, just to do what they wanted there's there's i swear to god in a vast amount of hollywood um there's some sort of plague going around to writers writer rooms producers directors and all the people that catch this plague have this attitude of 
oh, well, I have this really rich and vast resource material. I'm just not going to pay attention to it. I, I, matter of fact, I am going to blatantly disregard it and throw it out of the window and throw a bag of poop right behind it. Hope it lands all over it. Because that's what they're doing. I, 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 what can be salvaged from any of this? It's just downright depressing. I, I mean, Halo is yet another notch in the belt of some of the worst things ever to hit television. Ugh. And it it is literally depressing the air from my body. Thankfully, though, we do have some saving graces in the forms of things like the recently released Helldivers 2, which pays a lot of homage to things like Halo and Alien, Terminator, Starship Troopers. So hopefully where one franchise is wilting into a withering, lifeless vegetable, maybe another is steadily rising in the wake of Halo's dying glory. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another rambling rant of mine. And stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends. And may the Force be with us all. <laughs>